Holy Gospel according to Matthew, the 22nd chapter. Glory to you, O Lord. Then the Pharisees went and plotted to entrap Jesus in what he said. So they sent their disciples to him, along with the Herodians, saying, Teacher, we know that you are sincere and teach the way of God in accordance with truth and show deference to no one, for you do not regard people with partiality. Tell us, then, what you think. Is it lawful to pay taxes to the emperor or not? But Jesus, aware of their malice, said, Why are you putting me to the test, you hypocrites? Show me the coin used for the tax. And they brought him a denarius. Then he said to them, Whose head is this, and whose title? They answered, The emperor's. Then he said to them, Give therefore to the emperor the things that are the emperor's, and to God the things that are God's. When they heard this, they were amazed, and they left him and went away. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, O Christ. You may be seated. It is fall in Iowa, my favorite time of year. I love this cool weather. I love the food that we eat in the fall. I love the clothing we wear in the fall. I love everything about fall. I especially love Thanksgiving, and I even love Halloween. My kids, though, are very quickly outgrowing the silliness of costumes and such which I'll admit makes me kind of sad, but I still love it. And I've always been fascinated by the notion of dressing up in costumes. Even as a kid, I well remember the mysterious excitement of wearing a Halloween mask and the anticipation of approaching a door to trick or treat, wondering if the person handing out treats would recognize me underneath my mask. I'm older now, though, and no longer wear a Halloween mask. But there are times I am aware of wearing a different kind of mask, the kind that every Christian wears. What I'm talking about here is what it means to be a Christian in the world and the role that faith plays in being a citizen. This lies at the heart of what's being challenged in this morning's gospel. In this morning's gospel, Jesus finds himself trapped again. This time, however, his enemies have united against him. The Pharisees are trying to trap Jesus in order to find him guilty of some religious trespass, and the Herodians are trying to trap Jesus in order to prevent some Jewish uprising among the Romans today, they unite in their attempt to trap Jesus using taxes as their bait. Jesus, they say, is it lawful to pay taxes to the emperor or not? Here they are specifically talking about the poll tax, which was paid using Roman money, bearing the likeness of the Roman emperor Caesar, causing an obvious conflict for Jews. 
So Jesus, is it lawful to pay taxes to the emperor or not? The Herodians and the Romans would say, absolutely. The Pharisees and the Jews would say, absolutely not. The trap is laid. But they forget that this is not Jesus' first rodeo. These guys have been following him around for months, laying similar traps. Aware of their malice, Jesus calls them hypocrites, which in Greek means stage actor, mask wearer. Jesus replies, Give to the emperor the things that are the emperor's and give to God the things that are God's. They go away amazed at Jesus' seemingly simple lesson in citizenship. But is Jesus' reply really so simple? On the surface, it appears to be, give to the government the things that belong to the government, give to God the things that belong to God, easy enough, simple enough, but wait just a minute. Isn't there something in Genesis about God creating all things? Isn't there something in all three Christian creeds about God being creator of heaven and earth? maker of all things invisible and visible, the uncreated creator of this entire cosmos? If we confess those things, that God has created all things, and that subsequently all things belong to God, then what in the end is left to belong to the emperor? The answer is nothing. So then, Jesus is being sly, as he is wont to be. He's being clever, as he is also wont to be. Yet at the same time, he is issuing a protest that is still relevant today. Beware of being a hypocrite, a stage actor, a wearer of masks. Search your heart to determine where your true loyalty lies, with God or with country. Let me be clear here, lest you think this is yet another political sermon. Jesus is not calling for an unpatriotic rebellion against the government, but he is reminding us that there is a time to take the mask of citizenship off. As baptized Christians, we belong first to the kingdom of God and secondly to the kingdom of this world. We all, from time to time, wear different masks. We do. The mask of the student, employee, husband, wife, child, boss, citizen. We go to class. We work. We fulfill our marital obligations. We obey traffic laws. We take our turn on jury duty. We pay our taxes. These are good things and are part of being Christians in this world. But... What about, but what about those times when what is happening in the world directly conflicts with who we understand ourselves to be as children of God? Those are the times when the mask comes off. 
And those are uncomfortable times. Think of some very obvious examples, like Martin Luther King Jr., who decided he could no longer wear a mask that demanded his submission, separation, and silence. He removes his mask and calls for equality among all people, which is a characteristic of the kingdom of God, and he is killed for it. 450 years before him, think of our own Martin Luther, who decided he could no longer wear the mask of obedient servant to a disobedient church. He removes his mask and calls for reformation. And he is hunted by emperor and pope. The question of to whom the Christian swears allegiance is as old as the Bible itself, which is what makes the Bible contemporary and relevant. It's the same question raised by Luther himself way back in 1535. It's a tricky thing to be a Christian in the world. At least it should be if you're taking your faith seriously. Faith does not call us into comfortable places. Faith calls us into places in this world where prejudice, sexism, domination, tyranny, and abuse abide and asks us, what are you going to do about this, O Christian? And in those situations, we have to decide which mask we're going to wear, if any. Our Quaker brothers and sisters do not say the Pledge of Allegiance. Our Amish and Mennonite brothers and sisters do not register for selective service. These are examples of times when Christians have decided to respectfully remove their mask of citizenship in the name of faith. Now, the thing about masks that gets us into trouble, though, which Jesus calls the Pharisees and the Herodians on, is when the mask begins to transform us into the likeness of the mask itself. In other words, it's a problem when the one wearing the mask of a witch begins to think that she is a witch and act as such. Or when the one wearing the mask of a zombie begins to think he is a zombie and act as such. When the one wearing the mask of a monster begins to think he is a monster and to act as such. When the likeness and the being get confused and melded together, there's a problem. The truth of it is that we are all stage actors in life. We are all wearers of masks as we function in our roles as students, employees, and citizens. And that's fine. We need these things for the ordering of society. But today, Jesus challenges us to know when it is time to take the mask off, when the time comes to stand up or sit down, when the time comes to ally with good in the face of evil, when the time comes to defend the weak and the vulnerable, when the time comes to speak out or be silent, when the time comes to protest against tyranny, times when faith prevails over citizenship. Jesus today calls us out of our collective amnesia and reminds us who we really are, lest we have forgotten. We are human beings in God's own image, in God's own likeness. We are not human beings created in the image of this president or that prime minister or that emperor. We are created in the image of God from whom all things originate and to whom all things belong, who came to us as a human being named Jesus the Christ, who intentionally placed himself 
in uncomfortable places where faith intersects with the world and who consistently loved those whom the world despised, who brought good news to the poor, who touched the diseased, who forgave the disgraced, who gave his life not for some select elite group, but for all people. That's the God in whose image we are created. Be a stage actor. Play the part and wear the mask. But do not forget who you really are, child of God. And be ever ready and ever willing to remove your mask so that others may see God's very image in your very face. Amen.